Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello. Oh. Hey. Hi. Good morning and welcome to the Donna and Steve show, everybody. And to you as well. Thank you, Steve. Absolutely. Hey, Don McLean. Merry Christmas. Merry Thank Christmas, Don. Thank you. Sorry, am I answering too fast? Oh, no, no. I just didn't have your mic on right away. I didn't know you were going to answer that fast. Of course, always is fast, though. There's no time to wait. Why let a moment of silence go by? This is radio, after all, right? Radio silence. Yeah. It's a scary thing, right, Oh, my Donna? gosh. He's on fire today. Yeah, I'm call, a little scared. He's coming in hot, everybody. Somebody's had espresso I had, this morning. You know what I started doing with my coffee this morning? And I encourage all of the listeners to do the same. <laughs> I started frothing my half and half again and i hadn't been doing it for a while i did it whenever i quit doing the hazelnut creamer after i realized i was putting 140 grams of sugar into my body every day and wondering oh why i couldn't God. lose any weight and uh so then i started frothing it to try to make it a little more exciting then i stopped i don't know why did i stop what's the life lesson we can learn from this you're enjoying something and then you just forget and you stop and you realize you know what it's going to take a minute of effort for me to just pour the half and half into the frother buzz it up, and then it's incredible. It's amazing what happens to half and half when you agitate it so that it gets bubbly and frothy. Mm. It tastes different. In a good way? Yes, great! <laughs> okay, good, good. You, do you have one of those mini frothers, like a handheld one? Thank you for asking. My sister-in-law, April, got us, when she realized we were quitting this creamer thing, she bought us and sent us on Amazon this frother that is this, it is the best, easiest frother in the world. You just pour it in. You don't have to do anything by hand or anything like that. And then you just imagine like a coffee tin that is empty, Mm -hmm. like a medium coffee tin. You pour it in there, set it on the thing, hit this button. It makes no noise at all. What? Somehow though, 30 seconds later, perfectly frothed half and half. How do you guys say it? <laughs> Not like that. All right. Were you trying to combine froth, froth with half and half? half? Well, I'm just thinking of that. Half and froth. I'm thinking of no. <laughs> I'm thinking of the L that's before the F. We will not let silent letters go unnoticed anymore. Health and health. Health and health. <laughs> I mean, like, have you guys ever had like a really tight calf? muscle stop it <laughs> it's just there knock it off now S- sorry guys i wore makeup in public last night heavy eye makeup because of donna <laughs> what okay all right we talked about him his eyelashes are very blonde mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what happened so during a commercial break yesterday <laughs> steve asked if i had mascara i passed it to him he put some on pretty heavy a little heavier than i should have because i went bottom lashes as well and you said oh you're going bottom too huh uh-huh and then and he I... had an appointment for an eyelash extension that he had canceled <laughs> <laughs> so then what happened steve so then i was taking my daughter to gymnastics class last night and when i got home my wife said are you wearing eyeliner <laughs> and i said oh no i i it's uh, mascara i forgot to take it off she said 
it looks good, but it's smudging on the bottom now. (laughs) And I was like, oh, man. And I was so tired yesterday after. So then I I eat dinner, and then I lay down on the couch for 30 minutes. Lou goes, picks up another kid from another class. And then it's like, all right, she's home. You got to go. Get out of here now. I totally forgot that I had this mascara. Like, it looks almost like a little, you, well, you ladies know what I'm talking about. It's kind of like a a black shadow underneath your eyelid at the That's bottom. That's why you have to use um, Q-tip. Or Q-tip, or I, I just use uh, waterproof or water resistant. Oh, it doesn't sure. do that. Oh, maybe I should. Maybe that's what I need. I don't know if I'm going to continue this situation, but then I was there and I just thought I fully look like I have, like I was in drag earlier. Yeah. And then I was like, next thing you know, Steve is cross dressing. (laughs) I was wearing please. We can give you a fashion advice. It was a whole thing. So, and it's still kind of on right now. My face. Doesn't your wife have any makeup remover, like oily based? Yeah. She said, she said, quote this morning, I said, how do you get this stuff off? She said, well, there's makeup remover or, and I hate to suggest this, but you could start washing your face more regularly. (laughs) Men are bad about washing their faces. Yeah. We just rinse. We rinse our faces when they get wet. I don't know. Why do you, why do you not think to actually use a soapy substance on your face? This is a good question. I don't have an answer. I do put water on it and then lotion. I you know I, I moisturize my face, but I guess I don't wash it regularly. I guess I'm human. I guess you are. I just I, I, it's just very confusing to me. It's like do people you- who don't use shampoo. Oh, please oh, do. Sure. Please do, but, because but your they head use, ends up stanky. No, but they use soap instead, like yeah, body that's, wash. That's garbage talk. My wife just asked me last night. She said, do you, I told her that I, I said, you know, you can, she had to, ran out of shampoo. Had to use my shampoo. Head and shoulders, dangerous sufferer, hashtag warrior. <laughs> and then she, I said, well, it doesn't matter. The conditioner is going to compensate. It'll make your hair smooth anyway. Because she was saying, I wonder how this is going to do with my hair. She was then surprised to find out that I use conditioner. That yeah. is surprising. It's Why weird. is I, this surprising? I, I ask MC the same question. Like, you, your hair is short. You don't, do you need to use conditioner? I don't know. I, I just used it because they were selling it to me. Am exactly. I not supposed to use it? Well, I don't know. I've never heard of a guy using it, but really? I'm seeing Steve Patterson. Yeah. I think Wait, it's perfectly acceptable. Isn't it just to make your hair soft? Yeah, um, to get a comb through it sometimes. Like, my hair is really knotted when I get out of the shower. I can't really mm. put too much in it or my curl won't stay in my hair. Yeah. It's a whole set. I just I have to know. put the tiniest amount, like the amount of toothpaste. And then I put it just on the bottom because it makes your scalp greasy. Oh. Yeah. You know, I don't like my hair the day after I wash and condition it. Nobody I feel like does. an idiot. Oh, I, just feel like I don't idiot. either. I like mine the best. Oh, you do? Oh. Yeah. Really? That's interesting. You know, I should also tell you guys, um, since this is the you know, beginning segment of the show where we really want to capture people with a, a nice entertainment lead, I'm also thinking <laughs> of changing hair products from right now I use a dry wax. Have you heard of this for men? It's called powder. It's like this hair powder that you do. You, you shake it in your head like you would baby powder. And then apparently, even if you have heavy coarse hair like I do, or if you have fine, thin hair, this powder allows you to just immediately run your fingers through it and it's all set and ready for the day. Oh. I have to test this crap. I've seen one guy in real life with it and I was like, your hair looks good. He said, yeah, I use powder. Oh, is it like dry shampoo? Which is I, I don't know enough about that. 
Okay. But maybe. Dry shampoo is what you use on unwashed hair. Dry. And it's almost just acts as a refresher. It's mm. like in, in an aerosol can, and it you put it, and so it makes it not look greasy anymore. It's a great product. You can get another day out of your hairdo. This is incredible. Yeah. Hair talk. Hair talk. Uh, Steve, I love the way you keep trying to shut off the microphone. Because the, of the vacuum? Oh, can you guys vacu- pick that up? Uh, you know, the listener probably doesn't hear that yeah, if they're not they listening don't. on oh. great headphones. But Oh, maybe you're right. That's... um. Yeah, that's that's just a little treat for you guys. Thank you. The vacuuming is now complete. Thank you. You got it. Really appreciate it. Thank well, so we're much. out of time. Uh, hey, we got a lot coming up your way. Tuesday, it is a confession Tuesday, which means we're going to be asking you to confess this question. What's your cleaning shortcut? Find out companies coming over, don't have time for a deep clean. Do you Where dump it? all the laundry in the, the tub like yeah. I do? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, and then I shut the shower curtain and I'm like, do-do-do. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll dig into uh, your <laughs> weirdness a little bit later on. Uh, when we come back, we've got some things that make you go, huh, how about this Canada? Ever heard of it? You used to have a different name. And this name would have been an acronym for something else. I'll tell you what Canada was almost called. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Welcome back to the show, y'all. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and fun facts, too. Thank you for having me. You betcha. <laughs> we, have, we have listeners in Canada. We do indeed. Uh, Twin Cities Live has viewers in Canada. I don't even know how that works. Wow. We think it's illegal. Oh. We're pretty sure we think that they're pirates, but we which makes you appreciate it even more. Sure. Yeah, Canadian pirates. Canada almost had an entirely different name. It would have been an acronym. I'm going to tell you what it would have been called, and then you will guess what this acronym stood for. Are we ready? Yes. Here we go. Ephizka. Ephizka spelled E F I S G-A. Ephizka. Hey, have you ever been to Ephizka? Any idea what that would have stood for? E-F-I-S-G-A. Well, we're going to need a hint. Think of the map. Okay. Eastern. Okay. Foreign. Foreign. No, that wouldn't be part of it. French. French. Good job, Dawn. Eastern French. Well, I'm not saying that Eastern is right. Okay, French, so French, France, Europe, way back when, whenever French, you know, France, France technically, it's France. Yeah, uh, France. East, uh, all right, listen, they're all countries except for one. Let's go back to the E. Oh, that's England. A okay, France. France. Ding. Indonesia. No. Iceland. No. Think of Cookie Opus. Iowa. Ireland. Yes. Oh, I see. Um, Scotland. Yes. Oh, this is fun. Ephizka, the original name of Canada. Keep going. Um, something of America. J, J, J. J. There's a G there. Ephizka. Georgia. Not Georgia. You don't think they'd go England, France, Ireland, Scotland, and then Georgia, the country in Africa. Instead, they would probably go... Somewhere in Europe. Germany. Germany. America. You you won't think of the last one, an aboriginal. So let me reset. Canada was almost named Ephisca, which stood for England, France, Ireland, Scotland, Germany, and aboriginal. Suck it! Okay, um... 
That's a little wordy. I would say they did good. Is Canada an acronym? Don't get me started. (laughs) It couldn't be. Cuba. Atlanta. Cuba. Cuba, excuse me. Uh, Uh, Let's stay geographical for a moment, shan't we? Shan't. (laughs) New Hampshire is the only state where it's still legal for an adult to drive blank. Fill in the blank. Your mom crazy. Your mom crazy. There you go. These are good. What are we playing? Match game here, huh? (laughs) New Hampshire is the only state where it's still legal for an adult to drive without wearing a seatbelt. Oh, come on. Oh, interesting. Buckle up. It's the law. No, they don't have that billboard. Huh. New Hampshire. What is it like in New Hampshire? Don't tell us. Do you know? Um. No, I don't. Okay. I've only been as far as Maine. I got to get up to New England. I got to do I a Martha's go to Rhode Vineyard. Island. Yeah, thing. all of that. Do it together. You can never. Nantucket. Yes. Supposed to be really pretty. I was at, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, not, where was the Kennedy compound? Hyannisport. Yes, Maine. That's, that's in Maine. Port. Yes. That's I've been there. Stayed in a monastery. Thank I'll tell, you. I'll tell the story again of the uh, Hyannisport. When we were there, we were shooting something right on the shore uh, of the Atlantic Ocean, of course. And then the Kennedy compound is off over my shoulder, 400 yards away, let's say. And these people are walking by on the beach. And they say, what are you doing? And we said, oh, we're, we're shooting some things uh, because we're, we're doing a story on uh, a special on the Kennedys. The Kennedys miniseries was going to reels at the time. And they said... Do you know that if the flag is down, it means that no one's at the property? Right. And we're like, oh, thank you so much for that. So then we shoot all the things we need to shoot. And then we run over and we are right there, like on the property. We're walking on the lawn. And hey, this is where the iconic home video of John F. Kennedy throwing the football. This is where it took place. We're giving them all this crazy stuff. And we come back and we're like, guys, we got incredible footage in Hyannisport, you'll never guess. So we start then showing people very proudly of what we got, opportunistic. <laughs> I cannot tell you how quickly that footage was discarded forever, never used from our legal department. Oh, they wow. did not like that we were, um, I guess, trespassing. The, that's the legal word they were using. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, uh, yeah, looks great. We will never, ever air this because you can't just go onto the Kennedy's property without it to promote a miniseries that they're not all too thrilled about. The History Channel had just dropped it. And then it suddenly had no home, and they dropped it because the Kennedys got in a a whole kerfuffle about it. And then Reels swooped in and said, all right, we'll take that. Wow. So their Hyannisport, wasn't it Bush who was Kennebunkport? Yes, I think that's correct. Because it was the same thing, I think, with the flag, and there was tons of Secret Service, um, like parade of black cars when I was in Maine. Oh boy! At that time, it's really cool. It's really cool. It's history. Thank you. Rain contains the vitamin B twelve. That's good. I also heard of a uh, of a a a supplement that you might want to take for your eyes. Yesterday, I had never heard of it. It's by a company, like the company that got the FDA approval on it is called Preservision, like Preserve Vision. Okay. Mm, nice. Um, and I think, it's, I want to get this right, and it's called A-Reds, A-R-E-D-S, A-Reds 2. 
and apparently it can slow like the just d- gradual destruction of, of yeah w- of your eye whatever happens there um, by 25% which is very significant and it's just a supplement i'm not a doctor i spoke with an optometrist about this yesterday sue me susie but yeah. still i'm just telling you a reds by preservation wow cool thanks. okay thanks steve you got it your eyes are pretty good though guys right no don you wear glasses me don do you wear glasses? I had LASIK like 12 years ago. I could use it to tune use, up. Yeah, yeah, same and for then me. You still need readers at some point. I right? don't well, need readers. Right, did you sorry. have the monovision? Me? You yeah. don't have to answer that. What is that? Like a cyclops? So one is for <laughs> one is for distance and one is corrected for reading. And oh. then your brain just naturally over Assimilates a couple it. What of a days. Weird yeah. thing. Um no. So that's what I had. So I have one reading eye and one distance what? eye. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So if I close one eye, I can't see anything on the TV across the way in your room. What if you wanted to become a pirate? <sighs> that would be a problem. You either choose not to read or just to be the guy who everybody takes care of. Oh, read man. this map. I'll be like, just give me the parrot and we'll call it a day. Yeah, man, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, so coming up on the Donna and Steve show, uh, let's talk about Judge Judy's old bailiff. Mm. He's looking for work. He got left in the dark, didn't he? Sure did. I caught up on the morning show. We've got that and more coming up next on My Talk. Good morning. Feel Welcome like back. Appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McLean. Proddy Don. What? I'm just trying to <laughs> do a nickname. Producer Don, Proddy oh, Don. Proddy Don. Yeah, I don't think that's going to stick. We'll just call it with D-Mac. <sighs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Mac Daddy. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Daddy Mac. Crisscross. Donnie Mac. The Mac Dad will make you jump, jump. The Daddy Mac will make you jump, yeah. jump. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. What a journey. <laughs> you know, remember remember last week when we it was maybe a week or two ago we were talking about Judge Judy. She's uh <laughs> she left her show Judge Judy to go in a new direction. Now she's got a show called Judy Justice, which mm. would be like if I said, "Hey guys, I'm leaving the show Twin Cities Live. Excited to launch a new show called Live from the Twin Cities." <laughs> Just it's the same thing, right? Sure. You would think, you know, you whatever. Get around trademarks and all yes. that stuff, and... and she gets a new deal, and it's good for her, and this is great. Whatever. That being said, apparently not everybody got invited to the party, namely her bailiff, Petrie Hawkins Bird. Now, Donna, you strike me as a Judge Judy watcher. Mm-hmm. You've oh, probably seen God. more Judge Judy than I have. Oh, for sure. Do you know this uh, this Petrie Hawkins Bird character? Yes, I do, and I think. It's because her daughter is part of the her new show. So she was like, sorry, buddy, boo, but it's time for a little nepotism. Well, I don't know. He he apparently said that uh, it came down to perhaps some money. Oh. There may have been a uh, financial situation that got in the way. She informed me, he said, that I was not being asked to come along on the project. He said, I didn't inquire as to why. That's her choice. But she did inform me that fundamentally I was priced out as the new bailiff on her new show. My salary would have been too much. I was curious. How would she know? She didn't ask me. She didn't even give me an opportunity to have accepted a lower salary. Um, This on popculture.com. Prior to 
him uh, his his split with Judge Judy. He had served with her throughout the entire twenty five year run, mm. and apparently, this according to her the, the the Judge Judy website, your homepage, Donna. Here's how he got the job in the first place. <laughs> so he's a Brooklyn native. He got his Bachelor of Science degree in Criminal Justice from John Jay College of Criminal Justice in nineteen eighty nine. And then he got the spot because he sent her a letter congratulating her after she was offered her own TV show. And in that letter, this is great, he jokingly offered to be the bailiff. According to uh, TMZ, that's then when she was like, all right, cool. You can be the bailiff. And then he got to be the bailiff for 25 years. Wow, that's incredible. See, you never know. You really never never know. Maybe you should just ask. That's it. Can I run this Dairy Queen? You know? Yes. And they <laughs> might be like, I've been looking for somebody. They're like, we're really tired today, so please come and run in the, da- the Dairy Queen. Now, he's not, he doesn't have beef with Judge Judy. He knows, like, where would he be without her? Let me ask this question, though. Okay. <laughs> in the world of courtroom shows, what really does the bailiff do? I don't know. Doesn't what? the bailiff said, just nope. stand there and then she says, like, bring up those papers, bailiff? And then he goes, so I'm not saying, listen, I'm all for everybody. Make money how you can. Get in where you fit in. But boy, this feels like a replaceable situation, though, does it not? In terms of duties. Uh, Well, sure. Judy duties. So they're responsible for the security in the courtroom and for the safety of everybody in the courtroom and to maintain order in the courtroom and to remove disruptive persons from the courtroom. So are they not a police officer? I don't know. What skills do you need? I Lots. Maybe see. they had to be. I always assumed they were police officers. Well, well they, they have need... a degree in criminal justice. Okay. We know that. So education. So you also need to go. So part of that, um, part of that training is firearms training, self-defense, uh, neutralization training, first aid skills, uh, attention to detail and observation, behavioral studies. Uh, to be able to predict threats, uh, non-lethal defense. Interesting, huh? That is. Yeah. Maybe I might become a bailiff. Just oh. be a bailiff. But you really want to be a TV show bailiff. I want to stress yeah, that. Yeah, I do, for sure. Because if you're a bailiff in real life, you might have to get involved somewhere. Yeah, you know, you might have to. pretend to be one on TV. Yeah, do you think, I mean, the, the Judge Judy, uh, again, much love for Petrie. But do you think the bailiff on Judge Judy has one of the greatest jobs in the world? (laughs) Do you think that he actually has to get the place to come to some sort of order? No, the director says that. Quiet on the set. Right. (laughs) I mean, this is a dream job. I wonder what bailiff Petrie Hawkins Bird was making. All right. Can we get Petrie on the line? (laughs) Yeah, let me see. We probably could. Yeah, I think. Well, and he's looking, by the way. Apparently, there are some other courtroom shows that have expressed some interest in getting Petrie's bailiff services. Oh, hello! On their show, he's a sharp-dressed man. I don't know life. who's the, the, does people's court. Do they have a bailiff that? Yeah, that was Rusty. Rusty. <laughs> Rusty's bailiff. Rusty. Yes. Really? Remember yes. Judge Wapner's uh, bailiff was Rusty. Yeah. Oh, I do remember the Judge Wapner days of People's Court. Boy, my mom let me watch that show too early too. <laughs> really? Like they didn't I didn't get I'm, into anything that weird, did they? No, no, I guess not. But like you're hearing about domestic disputes and you know theft and stuff like that. It's just kind of a weird thing. She was very uh, cruise controlled during the summer because it was that 
Price is Right, Days of Our Lives, Go Outside and Play. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cruise Control. Sure. Do. What's the dude's name again? Bailiff. Bailiff uh, Petrie Hawkins Bird. B-Y-R-D, Bird. There I'm, you go. I'm requesting him. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. B Y R D. I thought that was like an acronym, like bring your right all, documents. Is Petri like a Petri dish? P R. I could look this yeah. up. Yes. B E T R I. Yeah. yeah. All right, great. Steve, you one on one with uh, Petri. Oh my gosh. When Judge Wapner died, he was 98. Good for him. That's beautiful. Thank you. All right, then. Uh, how about this story? Jamie Lynn Spears has a new book coming out, and she had pledged, first of all, the the book is called This Is My Brave, and she, oh no, I'm sorry, that's not the name of the book, that is the name of the organization that she had pledged to make a donation uh, from the proceeds of her book, and the actual book is called Things I Should Have Said, Mm -hmm. to support This Is My Brave. And now they said, thanks, but no thanks. We don't want your money. They put out a formal statement on Instagram directed to the Free Britney crowd. And it says, we heard you. We're taking action. We are deeply sorry to anyone we offended. We are declining the donation from Jamie Lynn Spears' upcoming book. Right? This is coming out in January. That is kind of a diss, Big you know, time. because her her family allegedly did not support her the way she had hoped. So they might, you know what? They might even attract larger donations by this decision. You know what I mean? With, the, with yeah. that whole army of Britney fans. The world is taking yeah. sides, guys. Yeah, they're picking and choosing. They're like, we don't want your money. We don't want to be associated with and, you. And by the way, the, the which is very brave. This is my brave is um, an organization that aims to end the stigma behind mental illness and addiction. So this, they spotlight stories like told by people who are flourishing despite their diagnosis. Mm. So let's play a hypothetical game. Here. Okay, fun. Jamie Lynn Spears finds out. All right, they're not going to take my donation. Jamie Lynn Spears then. For reasons unknown, sends you a check. Says, hi, I'm Jamie Lynn Spears. You know me from the tabloids. Here is a check for $500,000. I wanted to get rid of this. I needed to just, and I'm just going to give it to you. Do with it what you will. Do you accept it? Yes. Do you cash it? Uh, yeah. And then you do, you know, you donate most of it and keep a little chunk. She's lying, everybody. She no, would I would. I would it. donate. I would no. do. I would spread kindness and do nice things. But wouldn't you pocket like four hundred grand of it and do well, hundred grand worth? Five hundred thousand. You, you probably, said you would donate most of it. I'm calling bull to the dookie on that. I would at least donate half. Okay. Yeah, it's free money. It's found money. It's it's not you know. Donathan McLean, what say you, Jamie Lynn Spears? comes to you in person yeah. you're in the room with him he knocks she. on your producer door right now yeah. and then he says here she no, she this she, is excuse the me. sister i'm sorry <laughs> the not whole, the, the not whole the father, time 
the, if the father was there, I'd be like, leave, please. The father's whole, name is Jamie. That ruins my whole hypothetical because I was trying to figure out what are you doing if Jamie, the man who held her under the conservatorship, gifts you the money. Donna, does oh. that change your answer at all? God love Jamie Lynn. I'm sticking with my answer. Thank he you. He wants to give me money. Why? What's in exchange? What's my price? Because in this hypothetical, he yeah, he, he was the guy who tried to yeah. Here, take this five hundred grand. I got a ton from the conservatorship. You take it. I shouldn't have it anymore. Oh, maybe give it back to Brittany. Do whatever you want. But you know. can't give it back to Brittany. He Steve says. Loves this game. It's interesting to figure out how people would walk through a situation like that. God, I, I would know. take it and then find out what causes are dear to Britney Spears' heart. And then I would donate. There's a most foundation that I have called Don McLean Needs <laughs> Some Money. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should donate to that. You donate all of it to that? That's maybe? what I would donate it That's to. That's a good cause. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. Kind of. It's hard to say. Yeah. It's hard to say. You don't know until you're put in that position. Yeah, no, I'd take it in a heartbeat. Let me just clear the deck here. Okay. Yeah. In a heartbeat. And then I'd figure out, we, we'd make a plan for it. We'd, do, we'd, we'd, we'd put it to good use. And then put make it, it grow. And then my profits will be so, I mean, the abundance that I would get from that. Come on, Queen. And then I would give some of that money away, but I need to have some starter money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get it. No shame in the game. Go find me. When we come back on the Donna and Steve show, if you see something, you should say something. Oh, man, this poor guy with a very large pumpkin lost out on a huge opportunity for a very silly reason. Could have won $20,000, didn't because of something as small as a fingernail. And there's a TikTok dress that I want you ladies to see and tell me if you like what it's doing to people's bodies. We'll get into it. See something, say something next on Donna and Steve. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment coming up at 1130 today. We will be taking your confessions. What's your cleaning shortcut? You hear companies coming over. Are you like Donna? Is this a real confession that she made? Does she dump laundry into the tub? There's some and good then hiding pull the spots. Yeah, how do you hide your clutter in a pinch? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh you my know. God, I had to do this like in 30 seconds the other day. Oh, oh, you're Great. not going to be here. Maybe we should take yours right now. We'll take your confession right okay, now, Okay, so my boyfriend's son was going to homecoming, and he was going with a couple of friends that are girls. Aw. We thought that they were going to meet each other at her house, but instead... They came over to our house, and we were like, Uh-oh. they're coming in right now. Hold on a second. And yeah. we like, you know, it's just just a lot of stuff out and about because yeah. we're redoing our some tile on our steps. Okay. Oh. So we had all the, oh, my gosh. So I just shoved it all in the bedroom. I hid some stuff on a shelf under a, <laughs> uh, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, coffee table, just shoved, shoved. Yeah. Um, I was running back into the room whenever they were coming up the stairs. See, that's what I'm talking about. Just this put is, everything in the bedroom. Like, what was your most creative shortcut <laughs> in a pinch? Like, yeah. you find out the queen is stopping over. Yes. What this do is you what do? my mom always, should, always used to say. She's like, clean it like the queen is coming. Oh, wow. She would say, exactly. about, the, say about the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
All right, so we've got that coming up at 11.30. Think on that. You can email the show at mytalk1071.com. You could go to our Facebook page and take part, or you could just wait till 11.30, and then we will talk to you live. In the meantime, let's do this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. So there's this dude in Wisconsin. No way. Who did such a great job. He said, I'm going to grow some pumpkins, not just any pumpkins, some very, very big pumpkins. (laughs) These things were big. And uh, so his name's Mike Schmidt. And if you grow the biggest pumpkin, you get a reward, a nice one, $20,000. And everything checked out on his, except for one little thing. Would you like to hear how they tell the news in the great sister state that is Wisconsin? Yes, please. Donathan? Yes. Ooh. Ooh, sorry about that. Ooh. I'm sorry. What? Tell us a little bit more yeah. about that. I'm going I'm to tell <laughs> oh, you this. Here we go. Actually, here it is. Well, I clicked okay. away from the page. Here's sorry. our reporter. A Wisconsin man grew the heaviest pumpkin in the country this fall, weighing in at 2,520 pounds. <gasps> However, it's not going in any record books because it was disqualified from competition. James Grow explains what went wrong. Let's go, James. Uh, this is a giant pumpkin. Weighs in at about weighs in at 2,520 pounds. Well, this is the heaviest pumpkin in the country. It's not going down in the record books that way. It cracked. But before we get into that, meet the grower. My name's Mike Schmidt, and I grow giant pumpkins. Pumpkins <laughs> are like ice cream. Everyone loves them. Some people say we're crazy, but, you know, we're just people that like to have a little fun out in the dirt. Mike grew this gargantuan gourd about 30 miles west of Fond du Lac. It weighs 2,520 pounds. This pumpkin would have won this year, and so you're looking at a pumpkin that would have been worth $20,000. But unfortunately, from internal pressures and the awkward way it was growing, it cracked. That disqualified him from all competitions this year. The crack was the size of a fingernail. It happens. Size of a There's no crying in pumpkin growing. Sounds like he needed a pumpkin patch. Mike grew three pumpkins this year, and all his pumpkins had similar fates. But there's no time to sulk. I know I can do it again, so we just got to look forward to the future and do it again. Hopefully next time, the great pumpkin gods spare him, and he can put his name in the record books. Okay, so let me just get this straight. We got some questions. This guy is disqualified or mm-hmm. that pumpkin is disqualified from all the rest of the competitions this year? Two shall be one. Uh, the pumpkins, the three that he grew, all have the similar problem, okay. including the one that would have won the prize at the highest weight. So he and his pumpkin cannot be a part of that competition. But he can re-enter next year. Sure. Or if he had a different pumpkin. Uh, that a bummer. Okay, it's know. like when you have the perfect specimen, let's say, of a dog in a, mm-hmm. you know, best in show. Queen. He's Excellent. got a tiny little chipped nail or something. Yes. You know, a hair out of place. Dang. I wonder what causes it to crack like that. Is it... Hmm. Yeah, they said internal it, pressure. Internal pressure. So what if you continuously turn the pumpkin? Like you're always rotating it? When's that got to stop, though? Because that sucker's 2,500 pounds. It's literally a ton. That's why you have yeah. kids. <laughs> to do things like that. Get under it. Push Come with on. your legs. You got four of them. Wow. Did, did you catch, bad. too, that the, the, the news anchor said, we now go to 
James Grow with Grow. the story. His last name Grow. His first name James, which makes me think of James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> I mean, did you think in that Wisconsin Fond du Lac newsroom they were like, "This has got to be James. You have to do this story." Yeah, because your last name is Grow. James Grow. I'll do the Giant Pumpkin. That's story. funny. Serendipitous, some may say. You're, gosh, despite what people say. Thank you, Steve. You have depth. Tell us about this dress. I don't know if you're going to like this or not. Uh, if you can, click on the linky wink. Mm-hmm. So there was that dress that went viral in 2015 because some people saw black and blue. Others saw gold and white. We all remember that. That was a real optical illusion. This is a different optical illusion. It is intentional. So it's a $24 dress. I'll get this linked up. This is a $24 dress made by a company called Fashion Nova. And it apparently makes you look thinner than you actually are if this is what you're going for. This is called the Mind of My Own Maxi Dress. It's got black, white, and brown vertical stripes all over it, which tend to be thinning in general. Very pretty. The real illusion has to do with a built-in belt that cinches at your waist. Once you cinch it, the sides of the belt blend in with the dress, so you can't really tell that that's there so much. That's amazing. And it makes your waist look smaller, almost like you're in a corset. It's very cartoonish, the way Very much so. Yeah. It's very Kardashian. Very Kardashian. Like, like how I don't understand their waist situation with the rest of their Oh, body. they're wearing some really good undergarments. Skims? Skims, uh, yeah, maybe? For sure. Yeah. And maybe getting plastic surgery. That could be. When to you remove. got a lot of money, you're like, what am I going to do with all this money? Yeah. Maybe I'll fix this, add this. I want this dress now. I've watched the loop Me probably too. 30 times. Yeah. I want it too. Where do we buy it? Why doesn't it tell us that? Um, you can buy it on Fashion Nova's hey. website, Fashion Nova. fashionnova.com. I'm told that it's, it's out of out. stock. Yeah. Four easy payments of uh, $5.99. That's amazing. Oh it's pretty, that is awesome. Pretty cool. I wonder effect. what the quality is like, though, because whenever I buy something online from, you know, one of those ads that pop up. Yeah, I've done that. By the way, Some worth of it's noting. It's not good quality. When you go to FashionNova.com, they have models of all sorts of shapes in this dress. Right. So if you think it's just some cute person on TikTok. Who already has a great body. Exactly. Um, they have a variety of shapes and sizes represented. I'll link up to the TikTok video. You can dig from there. We'll put it on the Don and Steve show links page. Thanks, Steve. Okay. You, you are quite the giver. Yeah, I like to do things. Don, yeah. Take the rest of the day off, will you? Okay, I'll have to do some work first, but then I'll do it after that. Okay, Okay, fine. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Rocco is going to come in with a dirt alert, and we've got a new song from ABBA that's kind of sort of just a preview, but we'll take a listen coming up next in the beat.